Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints and the teaching of the church to help us to navigate this incredibly challenging uh, and difficult period uh, called life. But in our time, it's it's a phase or a period of... uh, more challenges than usual, at least in my my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. You agree? It's certainly gotten it? darker over the course of my life. Right. You know, so there was one, you know, there's one thing about your own personal purgation and your difficulties. Mm-hmm. It's different when you look out to the world and it seems like it's devolving around you. Well, not if you seem, it chaos. is, in it fact, is devolving. into chaos. But here's, so. the, here's the great news. We have, we have the answer. And Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. That's my <laughs> and uh, Our Lady is is Queen of Heaven and Earth. So, that's right. Yeah. All right. So why don't you introduce our guest today? Awesome. So I want to welcome Father Matthew McDonald again to our show. He is a priest of the Archdiocese of New York and currently serves as parochial vicar at Saint Mary's Church in Washingtonville, New York. Father McDonald has written articles for Catholic World Report, Crisis Magazine, and SpiritualDirection.com on various topics dealing with theology, spirituality, and current events affecting the church and the world. He has taught for us at the Avila Institute School of Spiritual Formation and St. Paul's Evangelization Institute. Uh, Most importantly, his greatest loves are our Lord, Our Lady, the priesthood, serving the church, and working for the salvation of souls. And I know this to be absolutely 100% true. So welcome, Father McDonald. It's good to have you. Thank you, Dan and Stephanie. It's an honor and blessing to be with you. I'm also the youngest priest of the Archdiocese of New York. I'm only <laughs> nine and a half years old. I'm a leap year baby. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, today, Father, I knew you you had a better uh, understanding of this topic than than I than I have. Of course, we've we've been to Fatima, and there's this resurgent interest in Fatima and the uh, the secrets and the consecration to Russia. The and consecration I consecration of Russia. Con- sorry, consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Thanks for that correction. That's yes. exactly right. <laughs> and uh, and and so I thought it would be a good time because people's interest is high. There's much about the consecration that uh, is incredibly bizarre in terms of commentary out there and uh, all of that. And what's what's fascinating about it is how much ink has been spilled on what is completely, totally, and 100% out of our control, right? So so what I thought would be healthier spiritually is to say, well, wait, what is it that we can do to participate in uh, the glorious good of these apparitions and of the promises for first five Saturdays and all of that? Can I say one positive thing about the, the consecration? Yeah. I have to say, and myself and a number of people in our community, people that are very close to us, were deeply moved by the consecration. I mean, I wept through it. Yeah. And I did not expect that to happen. Yeah, me either. Um, it was very, very beautiful. 
uh, and very moving. So I certainly the graces were flowing and pouring out on the world. So I just want to start with that. Yeah, you know, you know? The, it's the church being the church, right? right that right. was what was so beautiful about it. Right. Father, I, I, did you watch it live as well? Well, I actually led a holy hour in my parish during the middle of the consecration. That's so awesome. we, prayed, we prayed the consecratory prayer. We prayed the rosary. We prayed the litany of Loretta. We also prayed the, um, the prayers that the angels made mm -hmm. in reparation, um, which are very powerful prayers of reparation. We had about 70 people in the church, and it was just a beautiful period of prayer, grace-filled moment of prayer. You know? That's awesome. And, we, and we, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. The Holy Father, like, he was leading us to a new disposition to be open to the graces of God. And I think with the first, the five first Saturday devotion, that's our own passage into what the Holy Father has done. Not only Pope Francis, but Pope John Paul II, Pope St. John Paul II, Pope Pius XII before them. Yeah, you're, that's exactly where we're going with this show is what... You know, rather than spending all time, all kinds of time speculating and questioning about things that we are unable to resolve, and I and I've read all the arguments this way, that way, and the other. I I tend toward Bishop Athanasius Schneider as the best guide in in this uh, very measured, very understanding of history and very you know what clear about what we can and can't know. Uh, but outside of that, I want to focus on what we can do to enter into this great grace. Mm -hmm specifically where there is no question about the graces coming there is no argument or debate and that is the the five first saturdays i did this when i first became catholic i read about it and i had the when i first became catholic i had this disposition of well if the church teaches it i'm just going to do it and whether i understand it or not and i didn't really understand it but i succeeded in my first effort to do the the five first saturdays but let's jump in and talk about uh, what it is and what are the, what, what did Mary say to Lucia, Francisco and Jacinta and, regarding hell and, and all of, and, and the first five Saturdays, why don't you open this up and, and set, lay the foundation for us, Father? Okay. So on July 13th, 1917 at Fatima, Portugal, the Blessed Virgin Mary said to the three shepherd children, Lucia, Francisco and Jacinta, you have seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go. To save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. If what I say to you is done, many souls will be saved and there will be peace. I sh shall come to ask for the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. So in terms of, it's a beautiful quote, in terms of, establishing the world devotion to the Immaculate Heart. It, what's interesting here is to, you have seen hell where the poor sinners go and, and the Blessed Mother is referring to how she, she showed the children hell before that, right? Yes, yes, and it, and it scared them to death. Yeah, and that's, I think that's why Francisco always has this really sort of uh, intense look on his face. I, I've asked somebody why he, we always look so intense and in all the photos. And somebody said, well, he's blessed mother showed him hell. I, it's not something to laugh about, but it is, it is interesting. So to keep people from going to hell, the Lord wishes to establish devotion to 
of Mary's Immaculate Heart. Why would that why would that affect their eternal uh, salvation of, of folks to be devoted to her Immaculate Heart? Something that St. Louis de Montfort speaks about um, in true devotion to Mary in relation to Marian consecration, but this can be applied to you know any time we approach Our Lady, we always go to Jesus through Mary. Mm -hmm. um, and she's our queen. Again, back in sacred scripture in the Davidic kingdom, if you wanted to gain favor with the king of, of Israel, you would not go to his wife, you would go to the queen mother. Mm. And that's why Our Lady is so important. And Our Lady, as St. Louis de Montfort says, she takes us in our, in our brokenness and she takes us with our bruises like a bruised apple and she polishes us up so that when we're presented before Jesus, yes, Jesus loves us despite our brokenness and sins, but when we go to Our Lady and her immaculate heart, she polishes us up, she heals us so that we're even more pleasing and delightful in the eyes of her son and the eyes of the father. Beautifully said, it's very interesting. What does it mean I shall come to ask for communion of reparation? I think that the word reparation is an ancient word, very not, not very commonly understood uh, in our time. What does it mean to, uh, to ask for the communion of reparation on First Saturdays? Okay, this touches upon two important questions. One, how to approach our Lord and Holy Communion at Mass, and two, the communion of reparation. Often at Mass, when we go to church, something that we could be immediately drawn to, all right, am I saying the prayers right? Am I understanding the readings? Am I singing songs? But before we say prayers, we, we hear readings and we sing songs, there must be an offering that I make to Jesus because he's extending his own offering to me at the mass, at every mass, at the moment of consecration. So when I, when I go to mass, I go first and foremost to unite my life presently to the one true sacrifice of Christ in love, in thanksgiving, in contrition, presenting to him my needs and the needs of the church and the world. Secondly, with the communion of reparation, sometimes in my life, I can notice in my family, in the church and the world, people committing grave sins and evils. And they're indifferent to those sins and evils and the damage that they do not only to themselves, but to the church and the world. So when I offer up communion in reparation for sins, I'm saying to God the Father in Jesus Christ, who I receive in the Eucharist, in unity with the Holy Spirit, God, I'm offering this communion as an act of love so that you can use it to help undo the damage of my sins, as well as other people's sins who are indifferent to the evil that they're doing and the damage that they're causing to themselves and to souls. Yeah, I mean, said another way and just, just basic, basic, you know, one-on-one language, it's making up for, 
making up for the damage that's been done, whether it's through our own sins, our own, because, you know, scripture tells us that a just man sins seven times a day. And so we can even just look at ourselves. Okay, what have I done to contribute to the brokenness of the world? What are the the sins that nailed my Lord to the cross, right? And then the sins of those around us, and then the sins that may have been a result of our own sin, which I always think is even a deeper revelation. You know, when the I ripple thought, effect of the our ripple sin. effect is just once you take time to think about that, it's you know, pretty horrifying. hold on because yeah. it's it's pretty horrifying. Um, but it, but I think those things are necessary. We must understand how we've contributed to these things. And in that sorrow, say, Lord, I, I desire to make up for this, even though I can't, right? right. But I desire to by, by making these um, acts of love. So I think we're going to have to take a break. And when we come back from the break, I want to hit a point you just made, even though we can't. So my Father can speak theologically about how is it that our insufficient act of of reparation actually is magnified and has a much larger effect, which should motivate us to do it. Right. So okay. We'll be, right, we'll be back. right back. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today. There is a growing need for well-formed, solid spiritual directors in the church today. The Avila Institute, in collaboration with Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program, offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards God. The program is grounded in Ignatian and Carmelite spirituality based on a Catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles and the new evangelization. This program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke with Father Matthew McDonald talking about the Fatima promises regarding first five Saturdays. And Father, tell us a bit about how it is, you know, if you understand your theology well, you know, we know that we, you know, our meager acts of reparation, just in terms of what we do, is not significant, right? But how is it that it's can make a huge difference anyway? Well, it can make a huge difference because we're con- we're consoling the heart of Jesus Christ and His humanity, mm-hmm. and we're bridging on behalf of the sins when people commit sins and are indifferent to them, we are offering acts of love that are finite to the infinite love and mercy of God. Mm -hmm. And God could take our limited actions and their merits and apply them in his mercy in infinite ways. Mm -hmm. I think we see that very clearly um, in the book of uh, Exodus, where Moses stands in the breach for Israel after Israel, while he's on Mount Sinai, receiving the 10 commandments 
is committing the sin of idolatry, worshiping the golden calf. And Moses, in light of this grave sin, goes before God and makes intercession, offers acts of love, acts of intercession, acts of reparation for his people who are hardened to the evil that they're doing when they don't and who don't deserve it. He nonetheless stands in and says, Lord, have mercy on them. Yeah, how beautiful. And you know, what comes to mind as you as you say that is if we think about um so so what consoles us, you know, if if we receive the tender touch of a mother that calms our senses, right? It calms our passions. There's something about the love and tenderness of a mother that is very consoling. So if you think about having the Lord requesting that we go through his mother uh, and, and the words, the child Jesus said in, in the, in, um, well, and I'll, I'll, I'll make a bridge here, but it says December 20th, 10th, 1925, um, at a Dorothean convent in Spain, Sister Lucia, a postulant and last surviving member of Fatima, received a visit from the Mother of God, and she describes the visit in her memoirs. And she talks about the child Jesus saying to her, have compassion on the heart of your most holy mother covered with thorns, with which ungrateful men pierce it at every moment, and there's no one to make an act of reparation to remove them. So, you know, the, the compassionate heart of the mother um, wanting us to console her and co to console him through her as well. And there's, it, it's, the, it's an act of love and love drives away everything. You know, Perfect love love. Yeah. love overcomes all things, all evil, all difficulties, all pain, all sorrow. That love, God is love. And that love is so powerful that it actually drives away all the darkness and the pain. So I think, you know, to make an, uh, an act of reparation just as an act of the will is good. But to do it through love, I think through the power of that love, that's where it truly has an effect. It's because of the grace of love, which comes from God. It is God. That's where the power really uh, drives back the darkness. I remember the uh, quote from uh, the dialogues with St. Catherine of Siena and God the Father noting to her that you can never make up for even the tiniest of sins, like no human being in and of themselves. But through the, I, I don't want to overly simplify it, but through the magnifying reality of the grace of God, Father talked about this infinite mercy, right? It can become uh, through him, as we join it with his suffering, as we join it with his will, it becomes a torrent of grace poured right. out on the world, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Father, the, the next quote in that same uh, December 10th, 1925, uh, I'm going to have Stephanie read it for us, and then let's jump into that. Then Our Lady said, look, my daughter, at my heart surrounded with thorns with which ungrateful men pierce me every moment by their blasphemies and ingratitude. You at least try to console me and say that I promise to assist at the hour of death with all, gra all the graces necessary for salvation, all those who on the first Saturday of five consecutive months shall confess, receive Holy Communion, recite five decades of the rosary, 
and keep me company for 15 minutes while meditating on the mysteries of the rosary with the intention of making reparation to me. So my question, Father, related to this is, in the totality of this first five Saturdays, is the, the central motion of the heart then purely dedicated to making reparation for, in essence, the mistreatment of the Blessed Mother and the, the lack of concern? And is that, is that, would that be accurate to say? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So there, in this statement that Stephanie just read, um, there's a there's a handful of requirements, right? That 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 were outlined for us to make sure we follow. But before we get to that, uh, Stephanie, why don't you read the the five types of offenses and blasphemies committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary that she mentions? And then, Father, maybe you can walk us through the requirements, and so people understand that really well. And I will say to folks, if you want the document where, where, uh, that outlines all of this, you can find it on apostolivia.org in the blog section. You don't have to be a member of the website, apostolivia.org, and you can find all of these details. And what we've tried to do is condense it down and get past a lot of subterfuge or interpretation and just say, this is exactly what was specified. But okay. read the- now, now, these are the words of, of our Lord, the, the, the following... Um, Jesus explains the five Saturdays to Sister Lucia. Right. Okay. So, go. That, right, yeah. so that's what's coming. So, so our Lord says, my daughter, the reason is simple. There are five types of offenses and blasphemies committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The first is blasphemies against the Immaculate Conception. Which would be a denial of or rejection or making fun of the, that idea. Right. right. Blasphemies against her virginity. Mm-hmm blasphemies against her divine maternity in refusing at the same time to recognize her as the mother of men, blasphemies of those who publicly seek to sow in the hearts of children indifference or scorn or even hatred of this Immaculate Mother, and offenses of those who outrage her directly in her holy images here, my daughter, is the reason why the Immaculate Heart of Mary inspired me to ask for this little act of reparation. And ultimately, because Our Lady knows that in blaspheming her, we ultimately blaspheme God. Yeah, because she, right. she's living out his will perfectly. Right. right. Not only that, but the, our Lord took all of his DNA, all of his, his human substance from her. Right. From her, you know, not from Joseph, because it was yeah. she was, you know, our Lord was conceived in her right. by the miracle of, of the, the Annunciation, yeah. right? So it's it's just it's ultimately a blaspheme against God, but it also shows His love for her. Yeah. What are the requirements, Father? Just to outline those with clarity. So the first requirement that this is done. Of on five consecutive Saturdays, the mm-hmm. first Saturday of each month. Oh, uh-huh. And did we have a, we, I think we have a mis, uh, mistake in the article, so I'll go make sure we fix that. It says five consecutive Fridays, so we'll fix that. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Then the second requirement is to confess within eight days before or after the first Saturday. So you got to go to confession within eight days before or after the first Saturday. Okay. 
third requirement is obviously to receive Holy Communion in a state of grace. And receiving Holy Communion, uh, so to actually validly attend Mass, if you will, um, you don't need to receive Holy Communion, but for this, you have to, which is not a problem if you go to confession before Mass, right? So. Yep. Okay. Then the fourth requirement is to recite five decades of the Rosary. Five decades of the Rosary. Okay. Can it be a drive-by Rosary, Father? <laughs> you mean a, a, a hyperspeed rosary? What the, the ones like that they do at the Indy 500. All, all one Hail word. Mary, full yeah, of yeah, yeah, Lord's yeah. With the um, obviously, whenever we pray the rosary, we want to give our Lord and our Lady our baths. We want to give Mary yeah, our right. baths because she is our mother. Yeah. So, again, we don't want to just say that rosary like we're like at Mach 7. Without yeah. firing machine gun of Hail Marys. Right. Be right. attentive, prayerful, and opening our hearts to to our to her immaculate heart. That's right. And and what she wants to give us through her sorrowful and immaculate heart. That's right. All right. So what's the fifth requirement? So keep Mary company for 15 minutes while meditating on one or more of the mysteries of the rosary. And then the last one. And this is done with the intention of making reparation to Mary. Of all these actions must be done with this intention in mind. So all these actions each time, and the way you can do that, right, is you can state at the beginning of your time of, uh, uh, of, of celebrating the first five Saturdays, you can say to the Lord uh, before the Mass or at any time here, my intention is that all of these be these uh, acts of faith be be uh, for reparation for the sins against the Blessed Mother, right? Is that is it that simple? Yes. Okay, great. And then the promises are that we'll have the salvation of our own soul, the salvation of sinners, and peace in the world. Now, uh, before we're actually coming to the end of our time, we're not even halfway done with the show with the things I wanted to cover. So, for those folks who are watching live stream, pop out to spiritualdirection.com uh, Facebook page, and we will can we'll do a, a part two and maybe even a part three of the show. I don't know for sure. Either way, they'll all end up on EWTN for those who are listening on EWTN. But I think we're going to have to uh, sign off on that. But when for our next show, we're going to talk about what if I miss a first a Saturday? You know, all of the different questions that people come up with. Can I? Can the 15 minutes be also applied to how I do the rosary oh, or during the rosary? All of that. Yeah. So we'll join us on the next show and we'll answer all those questions. Okay. So until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. learn more about the interior life, visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.